0: This is Bruce. This is Trab. This is Jonathan.
1: And this is Fur.
0: Welcome to Gaming on the Frontier, your podcast of stirring up a big pot of trouble. <laughs> With just a side of evil. <laughs> just a pinch of evil, <laughs> and some allspice, a little bit of nutmeg.
2: Yeah, Always got to have that allspice.
0: Yeah. What is terror gut used for I cannot figure that out all right welcome to gaming on the frontier this week we are talking about kitchen witches that's a it's a bureau 13 thing but it's actually good good for anybody who runs a supernatural campaign there after five long years my latest invention is complete surely it will revolutionize personal transportation for decades to come hey. You are you in here? Get get away from there, you stupid simian sociopath! Don't touch that! Ah monkeys trip my jetpack! Monkeys took my jetpack to jet at mtmjetpack.com All right, let's move on. Uh since we kinda were talking about this already. So you're a you're a kitchen witch, you're a whoopee witch. Who's hunting you?
3: Oh and the oh and the folks the, the list here Bruce wrote up.
0: Yeah. Okay. I mean I'll I'll grab the I'll grab the what the, the first one that's unstated, which is actual practitioners of magic who are looking to fill their ranks with good candidates. Those people are hopefully out there looking for you, trying to make contact with you. But there's a lot of other people who are hunting you that are not necessarily people you want to meet. And, Trav, what's, what's one of them?
3: Y'all know it. Y'all, well, I wouldn't say love them. Matthias Bolt and his, his group, the Brotherhood of Darkness, Incorporated, yes.
2: You love to hate him.
3: GL Bureau 13, they list him as the Brotherhood of Darkness, Inc. Um, oh no, Matthias Bolt, no. He is one of the, the the worst fatties. If you know how to play him, he can be horrible. And I think I've run a couple adventures where I've had Matthias Bolt as an enemy. And just, you don't want to be on this man's bad side. Of course, I don't think Matthias Bolt has a good side. But he
0: he's he uh, he's donates to many charitable causes yeah and then he'll put his base where he's doing evil stuff next
3: to one of his orphanages so if the bureau comes in tries to raid him oh look they were near this orphanage and they were going to harm these kids and yeah no bolt rolls like that so you got to yeah
0: so why does the Why would the Brotherhood of Darkness hunt Whoopi witches and kitchen and kitchen witches?
3: They don't want competition. They don't want some young upstart doing stuff that Matthias Fultz well, has been sending 50 years to do. It's not only that, but
1: they want to take out the kitchen witches because they're messing things up. They're muddying the waters. Yeah, so they could be just, you know, uh, and putting up beakers, that, you know, beacons to draw. Attention is,
3: whatever, Matthias? Or... Matthias Bolt, yeah.
1: Yeah.
3: Oh, yeah. no, no, Bolt, as I said, he, he does the whole, I'm a philanthropist, I donate to hospitals, and I have orphanages, and I have conservation, and all this. Meanwhile, this guy is like one of the darkest sounds, mages out there.
1: Sounds like Faisal from the other. Oh, yeah, 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 I had.
3: He had good PR. Yeah. Uh we're, for, we're referring to the protector on Netflix. The uh, yeah. It, yeah,
1: but he was one of the really the worst guys to mess with,
3: but But he w- had a public face of being a philanthropist and wanting yeah. to restore old Istanbul yeah. stuff. Yeah. No, Matthias bolt on is just as I said, if you play Matthias Bolt correctly, he can just be just again, an anal, an anal orifice of cosmic proportions.
0: So you don't think that he would see kitchen witches and whoopee witches as raw material to fill his ranks? Oh, he could, yeah. yeah. I mean, have you read Bureau Thirteen and uh, the uh, interaction with the, the 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 cultist who ends up becoming the uh, apprentice under uh, uh, Robert Harrison? Oh, yeah,
3: that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I would think Matthias Bolt is not going to pick just any kitchen witch. He's going to look for someone he sees with a lot of potential.
1: Not only like that, but he would have to have something holding over their head. You could not just pay them.
3: Oh, no, no. And Matthias Bolt would use blackmail in a heartbeat. And
1: threaten their children. Oh, yeah, in a heartbeat.
3: Like, You're catching on. Yes, that's how Bolt would like roll. That. Yeah,
0: Yeah, he's not the yeah, business. yeah. I, I agree, he would he would use coercion to keep them in line until, basically, they drank the Kool-Aid, okay, but, I mean, <laughs> if they're casting spells, they're already, you know, the kind of people that they want, they don't, I mean, yes, they, they have and the... Things on both radar, yeah. Yeah, they do have the people who are just there, like you know, they're they're thugs, they're they're blunt instruments, okay. But Matthias really wants to have spellcasters and people he can turn to the dark side, okay. People with real potential and people who are actually casters, like this, would be the people that he want, and he'd be willing to do whatever necessary to uh, to get them in line and useful in his organization. I would think with Bolt and just how I see
3: how much just of, of a you-know-what that he can be, as I said, he's not going to pick up uh, the whoopee witch that, you know, again, slop taco sauce on the pentagram. And no, he's going to be going for the people who know what they're doing. Kitchen witches on a bad day, hedge witches on a good day. He's going to want those people that not only have access to this power, but know how to use it. And then I think, he, he, well, okay, I think he might
2: go after a, a whoopee witch uh, or three that you know managed to pull something off despite their lack of of training and dedication. And like, oh wow, look what they accomplished with slapdash. Uh, yeah, improvisation. And, I, and I would think what would Mathias, happen if I taught them how to really do it? Yeah,
3: and I would think Matthias would use them in the end because he is a manipulative s o b. All three of us know that he is. Right. He would use them. He would use them. Yeah, I'm going to get these whooping witches, but I'm going to use them as a distraction. Yeah, even if he cast doesn't spell. Yeah,
2: even if he doesn't the bring, bring them in. Over there. Yeah.
0: Yeah. What's what's the class? What's the classic uh, ploy? Right? Sick kid. Kid's dying. It says you join our organization, your kid lives. Demonic possession. Kid's got a demon inside of him. Demon gets rid of the cancer. Demon doesn't leave. <laughs> now you've got a demon possessed kid But he kept his word
3: Oh no, no, as I said He is just, yeah
0: And there's always a chance that At some point that you could get that demon out of him And get your kid back It's a lot of uh, motivation To toe the line Yeah,
3: yeah But I would see Matthias would use whoopee witches The ones that are just sloppy And you know he would use them as, yeah, we're going to send these three. Yeah, I'll give them a spell book so they can mess around over there and the
0: Bureau agents go over there and I can do what I need to do yeah. here. Oh, as a, as a distraction? Yes. Oh, okay. So while you're doing your big score over here, you basically, cre- you actually had the Whoopi Witches create an incident over there to, to to take all the resources of the Bureau, the their eyes off of what you're doing over here. Yeah. Oh, that's... That's diabolical, sir. They are yes, <laughs> and
3: then he might have the hedge or kitchen witches who have a much better grasp of magic. When the bureau agents are coming back and you know realize we've been you know hornswoggled and hoodwinked and bamboozled as all the terms are, they come or back s- to here. And the hedge and the kitchen witches are now the ones that they're facing, the ones who know what they're doing. Meanwhile, Matthias Bolt's hands are there's no paper trail. He's clean as a whistle. Yeah. And they're fighting just witches. And I realize, wait a minute, the whoopee, hedge, and kitchen witches were all working together. Who has the power to link all these? Bolt, you some yeah. That's what I see Bolt doing with them. He'll he'll use them as tools. Remember, this is a man who collects old Nazis' brains as a hobby. Fun. Yeah. He thinks so. Yeah. The Nazis he, don't know so much. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah. The Nazis are looking at Bolt and going, hey, you need to tone it down a little. You know, yeah. But I, I see Bolt being the ultimate manipulator. He'll use all three of them as tools for his ends to screw over the Bureau. Because they've had this running battle. Remember, a lot of... For the longest time, people thought that Bolt was the reason why the massacre of seventy-seven occurred. And even him, he's going, "No, it wasn't me. I swear by everything. No." Yeah.
0: Well, that's you know, um, that's the story that J.P. Withers shows up, puts a gun to his head, and then takes it away because he was convinced it wasn't him.
3: Yeah. And remember, folks, J.P. Withers can see everything for what it is. Mm-hmm. He has the spell true seeing cranked to eleven.
0: Yes he ha- he has he is unfortunately uh has a stabilized reality.
3: <laughs> yeah. Which is which means illusion means nothing to him. Lies mean nothing to but him. But it
0: also means he can't kid himself either.
2: Yeah. Oh, that's the worst.
3: Well, well for I'll tell you the story of JP Withers and the real JP Withers at a later date. We want
0: Right. Okay, uh but then of course there's the bureau. Well, yeah, the bureau's hunting them primarily because they want them to stop. Yeah,
3: well, yeah, with summoning demons to suburbia. Yeah,
0: well, and and everything else too, because what you know, uh, 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 Jonathan, what's the uh, one of the number one uh, rules of the bureau? It's one of the three.
2: Deny, 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 deny the existence of the supernatural. That, and that's probably the Bureau's biggest fear Is that a, a kitchen witch or a whoopee witch Does something and it works And then they go tell all their friends about it
0: Or it's, it becomes something that cannot be denied
3: yeah. Exactly yeah.
0: Again, demon and suburbia Right, right Okay So the Bureau's hunting them Primarily to, to make them stop Okay But there's always the secondary reason Which is to recruit them yeah, because they do have a formal school of magic in the bureau, as They're as John Ryer right? said. You know, the bureau spell book is complete. <laughs> yes, he says. You know, if you're uh, uh, by the old rules, you might have one or two categories of spells uh, that you would know. But if you're in the bureau, they can actually train you in any category of spell. So it's a good, th- it's actually a very good thing if you're a magic pr- uh, practitioner to get captured or recruited by the Bureau because, you know, they'll, you, it'll really open up your, the possibilities. They have the connections you need. They know where to get the pure elements, you know, or at least they have a network of people who can get them for you, you know, and they, they're going to want to equip you and make you better so you can become a more effective agent.
3: Oh no, they I the way I do it is yes, there is a school for arcane magic, there is a school for divine magic, there is a school for inborn magic, both arcane and divine. In other words, if you have if it's not something you picked up and you're gonna train in, but you have a natural gift, yeah, the bureau will train you in that. And of course, even if you have like a psi talent. They'll train you, or if you don't want to deal with it, they'll give you side deadening drugs. Although the Bureau has all of their various powers covered in various schools and disciplines. But yeah, no, if it, these kitchen and whoopee witches, the Bureau realizes, okay, this person did this, and we need somebody who can do this. Mm-hmm. They'll offer them, it's like, no, you have one or two spells. Or what was that line that, um, Black Widow used with Dr. Banner Avenger. Yeah, follow me, Doc. We got all the toys. Yeah. Yeah.
0: That's true. <laughs> that's, uh, you know, I uh, that's how I always refer to it, is James Bond versus Cthulhu, you know, or, or versus Dracula, because to me, the essence of James Bond was the gadgets. Oh, yeah. You know, that... That's I. That's what I, I. always loved about you know those movies. It wasn't his daring do and and, and it wasn't his womanizing you know, or his seductive powers. It was always the fact he had some you know. This this amazing device that would fold out of something and he would use it to save the day.
3: I and, and I love the scene and I think it was maybe Quantum of Solace. Maybe Skyfall, where he first, no, it was Quantum of Solace, where he first meets the new younger Q. What? You don't have a toothbrush, that ha- a pen that's a laser? Really, 007, we're not into that type of thing. <laughs> and it's this young kid where he goes, what are you talking about? You don't have experience. You still have spots, which I'm assuming is the British term for acne. Yes, yeah.
0: it is. Yeah, yeah. it is. I-, I know first probably not going to know who this is. Jonathan, what about the Shadowworks?
2: Oh, everyone's unknown favorites, the Shadow Works. Uh, Do we want to spoil their origin? I know we've already done it in the past. We've already
3: talked about it. We've already discussed the Shadow Works.
2: Okay, then I won't feel bad about doing it. So, yeah, Massacre of 77, everyone thought it was the Brotherhood of Darkness. No, no, it was the Shadow Works, and they are the part of the Bureau who didn't like working with magic and monsters in Supernatural. They're the the splinter group that said, no, we're... We don't we're not comfortable working with wizards and, and all this stuff, so we're just gonna take over. Yeah. They're the yeah, things we're I, supposed I, to be taking out. So I yeah, think they're just
3: mentioned this to you for about tech, yeah. That is human side, that's a natural human evolutionary trait. Mm-hmm. Magic, the hoodoo voodoo, the shadow works didn't like. The whole massacre of seventy seven, the reason why the bureau is now recruiting yeah newbies is because it was a it, it was a civil war. Yeah. yeah, okay, I did explain to you, okay, yes, yes, yes. okay. So,
2: yeah, they would definitely be hunting down uh, Whoopy witches and Kitchen witches, and not in a friendly way, not in a recruitment way. It's going to be, at at best, the best mercy you're going to get from them in this case is stop it or else. If you if you might manage to accidentally cast a spell one time, they're going to swoop in and say, don't you do that again.
0: You know, and I don't think they would. I think they would, you know, they would look for a more permanent solution. Bruce, what's the term
3: exterminate with extreme prejudice, which basically
0: Oh no, I, I don't think so. I, I'm not saying that they're, you know, that they're gonna go in and massacre anybody who's using the supernatural, okay? I mean it's it's enough to, for example, blind somebody. Uh, it could be enough to inject them and cause neural damage to their hands that they can't do you know, they, they can't manipulate the components anymore. You don't have to kill people in order to neutralize them.
2: A little car accident that maybe lops off a hand.
0: Yeah, no, the shadow works.
3: And because they use psi, because that is a normal, that is a human evolutionary trait, they would have diviners saying, Yeah, we just plan an accident and it'll be where they have nerve damage. Yeah, they would do something like that.
0: Yeah, or just give you an injection that <laughs> does the same thing.
3: Right. How did Eric the enabler always say? And it? sort of singing Pharmacology ecology. Yeah.
0: Okay, but uh, yeah, I mean, they're. Uh, I mean, yes. If they if they think that you're using it for nefarious reasons, oh, you know, they'll kill you with 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 extreme prejudice. No problem. Okay, but if they think that you're just somebody who is making a mistake and is going and could be and could end up being a problem down the road, they're busy. Okay, they're gonna they're going to you know nip it in the bud. <laughs> and uh, so they're 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 not the kind of people that you uh, and they you know uh, that that you you should not take lightly. You should definitely you know most of the time when our agents uh, in my campaign run into them, they're like kill them, kill them before they try to kill us. Because generally speaking, at some point they try to kill the agents.
3: Oh yeah, no, that's that's how use the shadow works. And I remember Bruce a long time ago. You and I discussed how we each came up with our own version of the shadow works and like, Oh no, people, the Venn diagram for mine and Bruce's version of the, the shadow works was glorious. It it was definitely the two circles merged. Maybe I'd say 60, 65, 70%. And just Bruce and I had our own various spins on it. Oh no. When when the Bureau and the shadow works get together, it's a very small chance of any collaboration. No, it ends up usually in a gunfight. Yeah.
0: Yeah. It, actually, the, the main reason that the agents haven't died as, uh, in, in my campaign is because one of the uh, Shadowworks agents actually knew one of the Bureau 13 agents and owed them for something. Owed
3: them as in, as in a favor?
0: It's more like they were in military together and... And the agent saved his life, and therefore he had a he had a he had a, a debt. So when when you know, so he was try where he could have killed him, he instead tried to use a disabling uh a tactic. And you know, I mean, in the case of where they're up against the bureau, they know who the bureau are. They also know that, that the bureau is also trying to neutralize bad supernatural they're just not trying to neutralize all supernatural so if they let the bureau keep neutralizing bad supernatural that means they can, they're free to go after the rest so you know bureau is useful yeah, to yeah. the shadow work but if they're in competition with each other you know if they think that the bureau's trying to get their hands on an artifact for example that the bureau's going to use you know it, you know then they're like oh no no that's got to stop we need to take that destroy it you know neutralize it in some way you don't get it
3: <laughs> and i'm here all i'm hearing for- is ram chapman going stop that stop that that's silly yeah yeah um, no the bureau i i i still see the bureau and the shadow not being on the same page very often but the Shadowworks would be hunting down whoopee witches and Nullifying them in some way Now if they're bringing in Demons that are running through suburbia Which that I'm sorry To me a whoopee witch screwing up That's usually what happens That's just I that's my first go to No they're just going to be like No So they're going to rig something to where Okay each of these women In this neighborhood you know Quote unquote committed suicide or something To get them out of the picture
2: they're, they're going, going to, to arrange go down an
3: accident. That road. What was that, Jonathan? They're
2: going to arrange an accident if they can.
3: Yes. wing, or wing. Yeah.
2: Convenient neurological disease.
3: Yeah. Because they have technology. They're 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 the Shadow Works tech level is on par with the Bureau.
0: Well, yeah, because a lot of it is they got from the Bureau. And they and if anything they they've tried to increase it. I and imagine they, it might be higher because that's all they have. Yeah. Yeah. So drugs
3: and whatnot that could simulate heart attacks and technology that could you know like oh the brakes went out because they were electronically controlled and you know a, a nicely placed EMP will you know disrupt a car enough to cause it to crash or whatever. Yeah, the shadow works are all about that, and at ninety nine percent of the time it's all untraceable.
0: Or you 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 pointed at you know uh, organized crime.
3: Yeah, they'll they'll make it. They'll they'll send it to somebody else. Yeah. Well,
0: no, I'm I'm saying you'll plant evidence. To this organized crime that's doing it. Yeah, I mean, yeah. They're perfectly willing to blame other people for their crimes.
3: Well, again, diversion, distraction. Exactly. learned it from sure, the sure. Yeah.
0: Okay. All right. Uh, so, uh, who else might be hunting these uh, these kitchen witches?
3: I do like this. People looking for miracles.
2: They, people. yeah
3: yeah that it just the people who find out wait a minute these these three women you know got together on a friday night instead of their bridge club and they did this wait a minute my they can cure my my sick wife or my kid or yeah,
1: yeah. i think miss cleo got
3: <laughs> i'm not going there about miss cleo we're just not going to go there
1: but, yeah, if they do show some kind of success, yeah, they're going to get attention. Yeah, they're
3: going to get people wanting, oh, yeah, my kid, they're, yeah, and it's a miracle. We thought their leg was broken and it wasn't. You're going to get people flocking and going, oh, heal me. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, okay, Alzheimer, look at the things that, I mean, the, the big ones. Cancer, Alzheimer's, okay, um, some kind of disease that just won't quit, yeah. Um, you know, there there are people that have sores that you know, like that that won't get better. Paralysis,
1: lupus, HIV,
0: AIDS. arthritis. There's forms of arthritis that kill people. Okay, I mean it's a lot better now, but there was there was a time when you if you had lupus, uh, you had it was a it was a uh, it was a ten year death sentence. You had maybe ten years. Oh no
3: no My... I- yeah, my aunt has it, and so I've I've seen what she's been through. Yeah. Right,
0: but now they've gotten much better drugs now, and so people are oh, actually yeah. able to live, you know, their normal lifespan. Uh, if you know, but I'm just saying is that there are, I mean, people were, were getting infusions of gold in their bloodstreams to try to cure some of these these terrible conditions. Okay, you know, and and, and of course all the diseases the doctors thought didn't exist, like fibromyalgia.
3: Oh, yeah, no, I have friends of mine, hell, in the dementia community who, they, they have fibromyalgia, and they suffer from it every day, and just, most of the medical community, it was, oh, you're just tired, you need to rest, or you need to exercise, it's like, oh.
0: Right, 20 years ago, they didn't believe it existed, okay? Also, a, a more recent one was, um, was a chronic fatigue syndrome okay you know which they now have proven actually exists it's not just somebody you know just who's just lazy i mean they literally were telling people that you're you need, you need a uh, med- mental health care okay you're depressed you're bipolar you're you know but it was actually it's actually a physical thing and and they still don't understand it well enough to treat it but they do understand it well enough to recognize it when it happens and which is the first step of course, to any kind of treatment.
3: Yeah, and all they're doing is treating symptoms. Yeah, I mean, but still, physical stuff.
0: Yeah, well, they're still doing that. But the point is, is that if you don't believe in it, it, you're not going to find a cure. Right. So these, all these people with these dire situations, okay, you know, are gonna, you know, um, someone who just needs, feels like they just, you know, they were born under a dark cloud and they just need a little bit of luck, you know, they. There's, there's people who are desperate out there, who are looking for anything, and they hear that somebody there in the projects, you know, has been suddenly more successful and, at, at living their lives. Things are just kind of going their way for no particular reason.
3: Ah, I'm reminded of Doctor Strange and the character that Benjamin Bratt played when uh, Stephen Strange went to find his character. And he's like, no, you were paralyzed between these two vertebrae. You should not be playing basketball. And Benjamin Bratt's character was like, well, no, I went to this person in in Bhutan or Nepal, and they taught me, and he was using magic to walk again. Mm -hmm. And, hi, Doctor Strange came out in, like, what, 2015, 2016? Spoiler alert's done, folks. Yeah. um, Chayweto force character Baron Mojo Mordo negated and yanked the character's magic from him, mm-hmm. and he was paralyzed again. And that's where you heard the line: "There's the one problem with this world—too many sorcerers." Yeah. So yeah, you've got people using magic to alleviate otherwise life-changing injuries, and you're going to get either. People looking for miracles, or people wanting to shut them down, like Baron Mordo.
0: Right, or the Shadow Works, because he's basically, that's their point of view, too many sorcerers.
3: Again, yeah, you're using magic to do something which technology or Psy could do, but you're using this hoodoo voodoo supernatural force, which is nasty, evil, and wrong, and we're going to rectify the situation.
0: Or, or, you know, simply, you know, if, if God wanted you cured, you'd be cured. Yeah, yeah. There's a lot of, uh, you know, either, you know, a fatalism or the fact that something that doesn't come from God is therefore of the devil or evil. Yeah, there's lots of people who feel that sort of way. Yeah. So, uh, okay. So, people looking for miracles. Is there anybody else who might be looking for kitchen witches?
3: Um, and I'll bring this up in real quick as, yeah, we're getting toward the end here. Um, in my campaign, I have uh, the, the time battle. Remember, I told you the two races that were fighting back and forth? Mm-hmm. Um, and these are from third party sources Time Walkers from Temporality by Dark Horse Press and the Iri from Planar Adventures and Pathfinder. I basically had Team Candlestick 2.0 dealing with these two time races fighting against each other. Who's to say that a kitchen witch doesn't sit there and mess around with chronomancy because, oh, I'm this housewife and I have bags and I've got, you know, how can I put this as delicately as possible? I'm losing the battle against gravity and they want to revert themselves and be younger again. Well, that's screwing with time. You know, there's going to be time guardians of one type or another coming again. Graham Chapman. Stop that. Stop that. That's silly, you know. And just, yeah, so you're going to have people like that, you know, women, these kitchen witches want to look younger because they, again, and I'm using the term without getting technical, they're losing the battle of gravity, which all of us do. We have it. But our culture has this problem with women aging, so they get sensitive and they start dabbling in forces left, better left, untampered with.
0: Or they have unintended consequences.
3: Yeah, they end up messing with time Oh, I just want to do an illusion spell No, they go down the time route And so you have Guardians of Time wanting to hunt them down Because Yeah, you're not supposed to be doing that You should have stuck with the illusion And now you've messed up the timeline you know? You're
1: know, you dabbling in something else um,
3: Forces man was not Meant to know Yeah,
1: yeah Oh
3: yeah, that, 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 that's a spoiler We don't want to go there Making a Loki reference over here. It's like, people haven't seen it yet. Watch it. But no, I would see time people messing with that and just otherworldly entities going, you know, wanting to slap their hand in a way. And of course, you get get your hand slapped by an otherworld entity, and that often means you end up losing the hand. It doesn't have to
1: be an otherworld. It could be the forgotten gods. It could be the gods. Again, that's
3: otherworld entities. Hush Ages all uh, sort of lumped together Yeah mm-hmm. Forgotten gods which we talked about in a previous episode They could be just like No you're not supposed to be dealing with that but Yes yeah. Again you know, the hand slap yeah. Yes stop Or the give smack upside the head Yeah.
0: So let's let's bring this to, to a close By asking the question Is okay if you are a supernatural agency like the Bureau Or whatever how would you find these Kitchen Witches uh, whether you want to, re- you know, recruit them or eliminate them or whatever, how do you find them?
2: The first thing is you're looking for those um, out of place stories on, on like again, like on the internet, you know, whichever. Uh, you're looking for those stories of like, you know, oh, I, 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 I did a, a spell and and it worked. You know, your your the bureau's AI or whoever is is always on the constant lookout for those and sending out feelers to see okay is this legit you know uh and then when you those are going to be fairly easy to follow up on because then you just you know chase the ip address and find that poster and say okay like, well, let's yeah. stop um the the trickier ones are going to be when the weird things happen in town and there's no one who claims responsibility for it yeah. yep and you just kind of have to show up and The trickiest, I guess, for me, the trickiest thing is going to be how do you identify it as a kitchen witch versus some other weirdness.
0: Well, I don't think it matters. I mean, what you know, if they fall, you know, if it's a kitchen witch and they're following up on a supernatural incident, they're going to find them. If they're, if it turns out to be something else, then they'll find whatever that is.
2: So yeah, you're just kind of following the, the trail crumb, the breadcrumbs that, that are left for you. It's like, okay, well, all these doors that ran into traffic all came from this. One neighborhood so let's let's check that neighborhood for houses missing doors
0: also uh, uh, an idea I have is that uh, if you do follow that kind of concept of three, threefold uh, if you assume the kitchen witches are going to be trying to do good and there's some idea of equivalency then that also means that there's going to be some bad stuff happening so you might want to check things like actuarial kind of things Has there been a sudden rise in accidents in the area? Uh, is there some kind, you know, something you know, that is not obvious but is negative That is counteracting the good luck aspect of the positive things that the kitchen witches are doing?
3: Okay, yeah
0: Okay uh, Fur, do you have any ideas?
3: as far as how the Bureau could find or eliminate or stop?
0: Well, mostly find. We're mostly talking about finding them.
3: Well,
1: yes, you're going to have the abnormal stories and weird happenings and stuff, but um, you think that they would have some way to track like spikes in energy? Um, regardless of whether it's good or bad but you'd have like a concentration of energy being used in certain ways um, it doesn't necessarily have to be good or bad it's just a lot of it is like a surge
0: yeah uh for, that is an excellent excellent idea and it's, it surprises me how often agents miss this okay because in Bureau 13, you know, things. whenever you create a supernatural effect, it creates a carillion aura, there's a residue that's generated by that in an area around where the effect took place. And the bigger the effect, the bigger the, the, the generation is. So, uh, you know, if you do, if you do something like, uh, uh, and this is where, by the way, auto-drive uh, auto vehicles... Or drones or things like that are excellent Okay, but you basically Have something like a car With a, an agent the, the the lowest level one so You have an agent with a curling detector Okay, and they literally drive through the city You know, some major cities Just drive back and forth To see if they get a hit And if they do, it's like
3: Yeah, like a metal detector Except with the, the Bureau Shades Have a curling detector built in So yeah so-
0: Yes. Yeah. Right. I don't like the, cur- the the shades because it's you know it's like I see you way over there. You know it, it works in a in an action film, not so good in an investigation. But anyways, that's that's my personal thing. But the point here is is that you get a hit, all right? Which means that and and maybe you send that into the bureau agency. Says, oh yeah, we know that there's a you know there, there's a very nice you know uh, zombie couple that's living there, and they're 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 nowhere off bothering anybody. So just leave them alone. They're Fine, but then you run into another one. It's like, oh, we don't know anything about that one. That's one you should investigate. So, yeah, doing doing the canvassing with a Corellian detector is an excellent way of t- finding out where all the supernatural e- uh, power or where the supernatural has been in an area.
3: Well, yeah, that's the thing though with the, and we've discussed this before, and that's the whole reason why in Bureau Thirteen Earth, we had the Great Depression. If you mess with a supernatural aspect of an ecosystem, and it could even be a neighborhood, Uh if they are not messing with things, if they are just there because they're supernatural and they're not harming anything, removing them could be bad. That is why why in Bureau 13, Rich made the Great Depression, yeah, the Bureau went to New York and Wall Street and banished a high minister of hell, and the Great Depression occurred. So the Bureau learned after that, don't always just wipe it out. you got to see if it's a useful part of the immediate area. If so, keep it there and just keep it contained.
0: The Shadow Works would say, just rip that bandage off.
3: Exactly. And just, you know, cut out that tumor and just we'll deal with it, you know. And the consequences of that.
0: There's always going to be fallout. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Okay. So thanks thanks for that, Fur. That was an excellent idea. I just, you know, uh, all right. Uh, uh, do you have uh, give me more ideas, Trav or, or Jonathan? The bureau,
3: as I said, with them canvassing areas. I mean, they they obviously because we mentioned that they're not exactly the most populous agency in the American government. They'd have to do that for like small towns now. Bigger towns like Detroit and Atlanta, where you and I live, they would not be able to send agents and canvas because Detroit is one of the biggest areas, as far as like, square What is it like? 180 square miles the city of Detroit technically is, hun. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's one as far as square miles. Detroit's like one of the biggest, just covering land cities in the country. If the bureau was that small, they would not be able to go up and down each and every block and street of Detroit to try oh. to pick, to you know pick up something on.
0: Well, not by an individual, no. But if you sent drones with corillian detectors in them,
3: yeah, that's true. With drones, you might be—you'd cover more. You know what? What was it that my old buddy said? Uh, spread out, cover out, cover more ground, do more damage. Yeah. Um. Yeah.
1: And, Ryan. Yeah. Yeah. In some neighborhoods, it'd probably be better to send drones because they won't get shut up.
3: Yeah. Problem is, a lot of people are going. Oh, my Amazon package is here. Um. Yeah. <laughs> But no, I would, but I know that, you know, in, you know, bigger areas like Detroit and Atlanta. Jonathan, what big city do you live near? I'm about
2: halfway between Birmingham and Atlanta.
3: Oh, okay. So, yeah, no, Birmingham is no small town. So, yeah, yeah, you would need drones. Now, smaller towns where, weirdly enough, a lot of bureau stuff happens it seems to be the small the way towns you can have someone driving with a curly and app and okay bing yeah this house pings record it for later
2: oh yeah uh my thing with like the canvas technique is going to be especially in well in bigger town in bigger cities you're going to have a lot of false readings not necessarily not necessarily false readings but Unrelated readings—the readings, the, readings you know. that
3: don't apply to the mission at hand.
2: Yeah, exactly. And in smaller towns, we have kind of always implied that you know, in small town America, just the background magical supernatural uh, energies are already going to be a little bit higher. Yeah. And so I mean, depending on the effect, places, it could be.
3: Like, oh, there's a sea mon. There's a river monster over there. Yeah, no, he's fine. This is, ain't dealing with you know. Yeah.
2: Yeah, but you know, like even in small towns, the effect. I, this is just the way I do it, but I have it at like the small towns, which are always seems to be a magnet for the supernatural, yep. just have a natural higher background radiation, like background level of, of supernatural energy. And so
3: yeah,
2: the small magical effect would probably go unnoticed. It would just blend in with the background.
3: Yeah. You would have like, um, or, you know, things like oh, it's an area of natural beauty and it's a confluence of rivers. No, it's a ley line nexus. Yeah, that does yeah. involve <laughs> this. Yeah. I, so, yeah, but, I gotcha.
2: But yeah, yeah um, the other thing I was going to say you could you could use to maybe find them is if you're starting to get the inkling that it's a, a, a set of kitchen witches, um, if you're in an area that has one, your local magic shop, make friends. Yep. Maybe, you know, talk right, to yeah. someone. Maybe the... The owner might know of this group of uh, amateurs who could use some egg advice or.
3: Or no, it's like, yeah, I had three women. They live on the same block, all bought these various herbs, you know, last week. Mm-hmm. And they were mentioning that they read a book somewhere. And yeah. PTA meetings. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, in a small town, that'll go over well. Finding out three of the moms are doing this stuff. Yeah, that'll, <laughs> that'll fly like a lead balloon, dear.
0: You know the one I, I think of is uh, is a lot similar to what you're talking about, Jonathan, and that is honeypots. Okay, Bureau is going to, you know, uh, they're going to want to be in control of the people, you know, the the, the, uh, the businesses that provide things like spell components. They're going to fund them. You know, get people you know started, pay their rent or whatever like that. Especially some people who might not ha- have an easy keeping a job because of their weird predilections of being super uh, of being involved with the supernatural, and therefore and, and they and harvest the information that comes in, whether it be by video feeds or by the people that literally just go and buy stuff and what they're buying, you know, uh, set up some of those chat uh, those websites. So that when people come looking and asking, it provides leads for the agents, you know, uh, the AIs to work on. So, you know, there's a uh, you know, honeypots are used by a lot of organizations, especially in the area of uh, cybercrime and such, to go and find people who are doing bad things. Uh, and it could easily be done by both the Shadowworks and Bureau Thirteen as a way of identifying people, persons of interest.
3: Okay, so you're getting, okay, we'll use the analogy here, almost like entrapment, like the old um, uh, the Chris Hansen, and God, he was a
0: reporter here in Detroit, to catch a predator. Yeah, entrapment is probably not a bad term. Yeah, you're trying to get them to do something to identify themselves so that you can then follow up.
3: Well, yeah, it's the whole
0: thing.
1: You hold a convention and invite them all to...
0: Well, yeah, well, no, Chris Hansen was the
3: whole thing where, you know, know, FBI agent posing as, you know, a young girl. And it's the saying that um, my old neighbor said, we know what you're doing. We have the chat logs. Why don't you have a seat right over there? Yeah. Mm -hmm. (laughs) That whole thing, and then you just know it goes downhill for the guy from there, you know. But no, no, I would see, yeah, you would set up things... And I like that term, honeypots. I was kind of wondering what you were getting at at first, and so I re- Oh, "Okay, yeah, yeah,
0: it's entrapment. Just yes. let's, you know. yeah, <laughs> yes, yeah. yeah, let them identify themselves."
3: Yeah, or, or what is the term that my old boss used? Let them hang themselves by their own noose. So yeah. To speak.
0: Right. Yeah. Because otherwise, you're spending all your time hacking into other people's systems, and that's a lot of work to do. Oh yeah. That. So it's a lot easier if you give them, you know. Something that you know encourages them along the way to see how convinced you know how and give enough information, but not too much information, of course. You don't want to suddenly give them the ability to cast all these spells, but just to be able to make you know show that they're they do know that they need these things, they do know that you know that there's. You know, it, it has to be done at certain times of the year and stuff like that. That shows somebody who has more than just a casual interest, and that's what we're and and as as Fur said, that's what we're looking for. We're looking for people that aren't just you know we uh, get out the Ouija board, you know, and 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 the uh, and, and the clarinet and just have fun with the girls, but somebody who's taking it the next step. So yeah,
3: yeah. Okay. Well, I love the one meme about a Ouija board. It's like, wait a minute, you 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 can't. You have to be 21 to drink, but you can only be eight years old to summon a demon. Okay, gotcha. Yeah.
2: Yeah.
0: Yeah.
2: Sounds about right for America.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, you know, they they said about the old West, if you were tall enough to put your money on the bar, you were old enough to drink.
3: Yeah. Wow. See that? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: So, anyways. Um, Okay, well, thanks everybody for listening to us. Uh, We hope you uh, are now sufficiently uh, interested in including kitchen witches into your uh, campaigns as either player characters or nemeses or just foils for the agents and the others, you know, just to enrich your supernatural landscape of whatever world that you are having your players go through.
3: Okay, real quick, Bruce, Bruce, I do. Fur, I do want to thank you again for joining in and offering your
0: considerable insight on this topic. Yes, Fur is our SME this week. At least I gave you 24 hours warning.
1: You gave me some warning. Yeah,
0: I gave time. you 24 hours warning <laughs> instead of four. So
3: I did better. I'm getting better.
0: But yeah. thank you again. You're, tra- you're training him, Fur. I can see it's a positive effect.
3: It's a Bruce, hard road. Bruce, not
0: a hard road. helping. <laughs> Wasn't meant to help right but thanks everybody for listening and we're going to have more for you next week but you're going to have to wait until then this is bruce sheffer saying there are a million million worlds out there so go explore them and this is Trav.
3: there's a reason why it's called gaming it's for having fun
0: gaming on the frontier podcast is wholly owned by its hosts it is released under the creative commons 3.0 license no commercial reproduction and any use of any element of the podcast must be attributed to the Gaming on the Frontier podcast.